It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Phil, how long is it since you actually played a gig in public? January of last year, PJ, um, which is, you know, it's, it's in the early days, in the early days, there was a novelty factor. In the early days, there was a sense of solidarity. It was like almost like wartime. And we said to each other, well, you know, um, they're not asking a lot. We just wear a mask, social distance and, and uh, wash our hands, etc. It's not asking a lot. We can put up with this for a couple of months. And then as time wore on, as time wore on, the novelty certainly wore off. Mm. And for those of us in the entertainment industry, the reality dawned that, you know, the prospect of us getting back to work was receding into the distance as this COVID thing just refused to go away. So we're now we're in a situation all of these months later, we still have no clarity. You know, we accept, of course, we accept we're grown-ups, we're adults, we're responsible people. We accept that there has to be rules and regulations. We accept that, and we look at the figures, and we know that uh, this is a serious condition and something that, that has to be treated with great respect. But our great problem is the great lack of clarity, number one. When When is this famous roadmap going to be unveiled, number one? And number two, where is the consistency? You know, mm. let, let's be treated with the same the same degree of respect as 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 other industries are. You know, it is it is to me very hard, very hard to reconcile that um, only 50 people are allowed in the Gaiety Theatre in Dublin for a play. Mm. You know, take take 20 steps across the street and 200 people are in that pub. Grab a cab out to Croke Park and 40,000 people are in there. And yet we're not allowed the music industry, we, we can't have a four-piece band playing at a wedding. Mm. You know, to me, there's a great inconsistency there. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted. I'm delighted that, that 40,000 people in Croke Park, don't get me wrong, I have no beef with the GAA. I'm delighted that, that, that pubs and restaurants are open again. But we would just like to be treated with the same respect. I mean, it was, it was a, a little bit of a rebuff to our industry when... Uh, when Catherine Martin met with uh, with representatives from our industry, that the Taoiseach, mm. the Tanisha, and the Health Minister didn't turn up, but just sent like, their lackeys instead. Now that you, you can read a lot into that, PJ. The cabinet are meeting. Neffet have met. The committee will meet. We are expecting a document sometime next week, probably Tuesday, stroke Wednesday. What do you want to have in that document? Clarity, clarity. I'm 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 not expecting they're saying okay lads you can go back to work next week. I'm not saying I'm not hoping to say go back to work the start of September. What I'm hoping for as a mature intelligent person I'm hoping for clarity. 
I'm hoping to get some some def, some definitive uh, wording as to when, not when we can get back to like these pilot schemes, which which don't prove a damn thing. Because we're, we're living in the real world. We need to be able to go into venues and play to full capacity. It doesn't work, you know, in, in the real world to go in and play to 50 people. It just doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. And even though some of these gigs, these pilot gigs, have been have, have there's, there's been grants, et cetera, to make them viable, it really doesn't progress our situation of getting back to work in the real in the real world of the entertainment industry. So what we need is clarity. Because what you do... Phil, you book the Opera House in Cork, you book a couple of nights, you have overheads from that, you sell tickets for that. The the grant-aided system with 100 people, I, I was at the pilot event they did in the Opera House in July. Lovely event, but one, mm. it couldn't possibly be viable on a long-term basis. And secondly, it, it, it proved nothing. No, it's a token. It's no more than that token. It's a fob, you know, to keep us quiet for a little while and and and, and let people uh, perceive that there's some efforts are being made. But it's it's it really it doesn't advance the situation at all. Not not in the slightest. We need to get back to you know as 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 other industries have done. You know, in the hospitality industry, we need to get back to work now. Personally. I'm probably in a, in a kind of privileged position because I've been at this game a long time. So I would have a little bit of a safety net. In other words, you know, I'm not depending on three gigs a week to pay to pay uh, to pay my rent or pay mm. pay my mortgage or pay pay for for the car payments, whatever. You know, I've been at this long enough to have some kind of a buffer. But there are legions legions of younger guys um, that are really struggling, and this. You know, this has been very close to putting their lights out. What we have, what we have, what we have seen, PJ, is that in the support uh, industries to our performers, and talking about sound crews, lighting crews, tour managers, road managers, um, they have all had to abandon the business in huge numbers to get proper jobs, as they would call it, like driving trucks and doing deliveries. Now, but when when we do get back to work. Um, th- those experts may not be available. Those techs who, who have who have who have learned their experience and who have learned their craft may just not be available. They may just have to say, "Well, I tell you what, I have a proper job now that's paying that that's that that's that's paying me on a regular basis. I can't go back. I've sold all my gear, maybe." There are there are horror stories that I hear about about uh, uh, lighting companies, sound companies who have have to sell off their gear in order just to stay alive, in order to pay their mortgage. And here's a point, PJ: this is our business is one that needs planning. That's why I'm talking about clarity. You know, you, you can't suddenly declare, okay, all uh, all bets are off. You can get back to work like on a Monday and think that we can go back to work on a Tuesday. You know, because venues have to be booked, promotions have to be, have to be done, crews, musicians have got to be lined up. This is, you know, this is a complex uh, operation. Like, let's make a very practical example here. You you would traditionally visit Cork uh, around Christmas time. You'd do a, maybe a gig in the Opera House or you might do Ballymaloo. Mm. So when would you pick up the phone or your people pick up the phone to the Opera House, say, and start planning? When would you do that, Phil? Six months ago. Six months ago, so here's the thing. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the, the venues are reluctant to to take confirmed bookings because they just don't know, you know. So they're they're suffering as much as we are. The performers are suffering. They, they they're reluctant to say the opera house can't give you a confirmed yes. We definitely you'll definitely be on on the 16th of December because because they're in a position where they, they you know they can't commit, they can't issue a contract. 
because they don't know. None of us know. And that's all we're looking for. It's just the clarity to say, can we contract to do this tour? Can we contract to do, to do this gig? And whether it's in, a, in somewhere like the Opera House or like a hotel situation like Ballymaloo or some of the others, we just need to know. Another advantage you have, I guess, you've worked and toured globally and you're probably in touch with, with people around the world. How are we comparing, Phil? Very poorly. Very poorly. We're... we're uh, we're, we're, we're last in line. I was just to this, this very morning in communication with an ex-drummer of mine who moved to the States and he's now playing with uh, touring Broadway shows, etc. And he's, his, his diary is full. Uh, he's been on the road for a few weeks with one show. When that finishes, he's, he, he leaves that and he picks up with, uh, with, uh, with, with another because that's ongoing. They're back in business. Broadway is in full swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's all vaccinated crowds, but but Broadway is in in full swing. Well, you see, there's a thing. We don't have a problem with that. We don't have a problem with that. Of course, I'm quite happy to say yes, guys. I will be touring uh, in in November and December. But you need to know that you can't come to my gig unless you're vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, just please don't come. We've got a problem. We've got a problem with the unvaccinated people who determine not to get vaccinated for whatever reason. In my in my opinion, misplaced. Um, but what is happening there, they're holding the rest of us to ransom. That's really basically what's happening. We would have no problem saying only vaccinated people can come to our gigs. No problem with that whatsoever. And since the hotel industry now has got itself back in business, I was I was on the road on, on a road trip um, just a week before last. I was over in the west of Ireland. I was doing a few days with the, the Notre Dame University. I've got a summer campus in Kylemore Abbey. So I was over in Connemara for a couple of days. And in and out of hotels, in and out of restaurants, on the road, everybody is now well well attuned to, 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 to check your, your COVID status, you know, which most people now have on their phone. You just show them that QR code. And it's, you know, people are, uh, uh, people are observing that. Uh, they're observing the uh, the social distancing in restaurants and hotels, etc. So it can work. You know, it's not a mystery. So it's not going to be a mystery um, if we get back in business to entertainment. You know, mm-hmm. if pe- people come up to the theatre, people turn up to the hotel just to check their tickets and check their code. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Phil, how are you keeping? You you were one of the ones who you're a man of a certain age, so I would say you had to cocoon and all at the start. How are you keeping other than being frustrated about work? Oh, the cocooning! The cocooning was something else. The cocooning was something else that made us feel. You know, I mean, I'm I'm 79 years of age, so I would be categorised as being vulnerable. In fact, very vulnerable. Um, but the the uh, the cocooning thing was, was right at the start. Was at the worst, where you really, you know, at an over 70s, you weren't allowed to to leave your house. You could walk around the garden. You know, you could do that kind of stuff. Somebody else had to do your shopping or bring in your paper, whatever it was. So I mean, that just that just merged into a kind of a blur, PJ. You know, mm. Monday merged into Tuesday, into Wednesday, into Thursday. And I said at the time, the only way the only way I could determine what day of the week it was when I woke in the morning was to check my pillbox. <laughs> Bill <laughs> told me what day of the week it was. That's, that's, I mean, at least, you know, at least the whole thing has given me inspiration. I, mean, I wrote a song called Thank, Thank the Good Lord for My Pillbox. And I wrote, I wrote another one a while ago said, if the COVID doesn't kill me, the cabin fever will. <laughs> Phil, we look forward to seeing you online just is not the same, old friend. We look forward to seeing you very, very soon. Please, God, I can't wait to get back to Cork and see all my friends down there. One of my favourite places to play, as you well know, PJ, and and, uh, bring it on. 
Cork's 96 FM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.